break from the Psalms tonight. We uh, we were going to be in Psalm 67, but things changed. So we're going we're going to actually look at three short passages tonight. I I may not preach for very long, but then sometimes when I think that, I end up preaching for twice as long. So we'll see. But we will. If you want to put a finger in these passages, you can. Or if you want to just listen closely, you can. But I'll give you a little head start. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 will be in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. We'll be in Galatians chapter 6. And Isaiah 43. If you got, if you got enough fingers to stick it all in. Second Corinthians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 6 and Isaiah 43. I'll give everybody a second to find those. Make y'all work for it tonight. Second Corinthians 1. Galatians chapter 6 and Isaiah chapter 43. We'll pray and then we will jump in. Father God, we come to you tonight and we thank you that we can come here and be in your house. I thank you for the freedom you give us. And God, I thank you for being good to us. I thank you for letting us come and, and hopefully be refreshed and be restored from being in your house, dear Lord, because you know we need it. We, we go through the things of this world that are just tough we have good days and bad days and god i pray that you just help us to know you with us on those bad days and god i pray that you just bring restoration to us tonight if there's anybody here that needs it and i pray that you help us to bring restoration to other folks by your power by your love and by your grace and by your spirit that resides in us and god i just ask these things in jesus name amen you know, I was thinking in the last in the last few weeks that man, it seems like there's a there's a lot of suffering that goes on. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad things that happen in people's lives, and and we all uh, we all get that because in our own personal lives we have we have suffering that we deal with. We know people that are close to us that are suffering in some way. Uh, we know people that that maybe we don't know them personally, but we hear people that know people that know people and hear about suffering that takes place and and I think it's important for us when when we realize that that kind of suffering is taking place that we realize that there is a great need for us as brothers and sisters in Christ to be there for people who are in suffering. Sometimes we are the one that is suffering. And we need people to be there for us. And there are other times that we encounter people who are suffering. And we need to be there for them. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, it says, Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. 
For as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so through Christ our comfort also overflows. Now, I don't know where everybody is tonight. Perhaps you are in a season of suffering in your life in some way. Or perhaps you have been in a season of suffering in the past. But this passage is a good passage for us to remember. Because it is probably, it's probably true that at some point in time in our life, God has brought us through a great season of suffering, a great season of pain, a great season of affliction, a time of loss, a time of sorrow, a time of grieving. And there are in those times that we don't have the strength to continue on. It is in those times that we don't think we can make it. But it is also in those times that the Lord helps us to make it. It is in those times that the Lord seems to put His Word in our path, and He seems to put people in our path. And if you have been in a season of suffering and pain and sorrow and heartache, and someone was there for you, then I encourage you tonight to think on that and to remember that and to pay attention when you look around, to pay attention to those who are around you, to pay attention to those who may be going through something you have gone through. Because life is full of experiences that we all share in some way, whether it be the loss of a loved one or, or whatever the situation may be. We don't know how people are feeling in those situations. Everybody may feel different. But in some ways, we can relate because there are many things that, that we have gone through. And that's what makes a body of Christ so important. Because there are things that you have gone through that I have not. And in the midst of my suffering, I may need you to give me strength. There are things that I have gone through that you may not have gone through. And in the midst of your suffering, God may call me to give you strength. And we don't want to forget the importance of that. And, and maybe sometimes we encounter people who have suffered in the same way that we have, who, who are having to make a decision that we have had to make, and we know the difficulty of that decision and the pain of that decision. We see people who are suffering, suffering physically with sickness and health problems that, that are problems that we ourselves have had to suffer with. And when we see people and we can relate to them and we say, yeah, I've been through that, then we need to recognize that and say, okay, God, you tell us in your word that you were with me in my suffering. And most of us can probably point to a time in a, in a way that God was there for us. But what does Paul tell us? He said, God is there for us in our suffering. He brings us comfort for what? So that when we encounter others who suffer, we can bring comfort to them. And so this is a good thing for us to consider, brothers and sisters, that we... Ask God to help us to pay a little better attention because oftentimes there may be ways that we could help and would help and we just don't think about it. It's not that we're evil people, but, but sometimes we just don't recognize or we just don't notice or we don't pick up on things. And, and some people are more fine-tuned to notice uh, opportunities and to notice need than others. And a lot of people, maybe if, if the need was brought for them, they'd say, oh yeah, I can help with that. I want to help with that. So maybe a good thing for us to do is say, God, help me to see where other people are suffering. 
God, help me to, to be reminded of how you comfort me. God, comfort me through your word. God, strengthen me through your word. And God, show me people who are weak. Show me people who are burdened. Show me people who are suffering. And God, help me to be their strength. Because sometimes we need other people to be our strength. Because sometimes we can't make it on our own. Sometimes we are not strong enough. And there is nothing wrong about us admitting that. It's hard for us to do. We are all very proud in that way. Nobody wants to say, I'm not, I'm not strong enough to get through this. I can't do this. I'm, I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. And in those times, we need the Lord's strength. And the Lord provides His strength. And sometimes the Lord provides His strength through other people. And there are times that we need to be the strength for other people. When they cannot go on, we need to carry them. We need to take the comfort and the strength that God has given us and say, God, let me be a strength to others. And we need to do that because there may be a time, and there likely will, it's, all, it's inevitable that there's going to be a time in your life when you are going to be too weak, when you are going to need strength. And may God provide brothers and sisters for us in that time. May we provide that strength to one another. I say this tonight because I look around, and I know you guys look around, and I know we all got things that we are suffering and struggling with. And Maybe some of you are in a season of strength right now. Praise the Lord. Use that strength for others. Or maybe we look around and we see others who are suffering, and if we do, let us be that strength for them. And Galatians chapter 6, this is a good passage, a simple passage, but one we, we need to remember. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2 says, Carry one another's burdens. In this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now this is a simple passage and not hard for us to understand. Carry one another's burdens. How can we be there for people in their time of need? How can we be a comfort? We can help them carry their burdens. We can help them know that they are not alone. You know, I think that's one of the scariest things when somebody is up against something and has to deal with something it has gone through something, and they feel alone. They feel that nobody has their back. But what may make all the difference in the world is, is us going to somebody and say, I am with you. I am behind you. I will be with you. You do not have to do this alone. That goes a long way. If anybody's ever felt alone before and you had somebody that comes behind you and says, I support you, I am with you, you are not alone, whatever you do, I will be there. I will be your strength. I will help you carry this burden. I will help you deal with this situation. I will help you with whatever you need. I am with you. And man, that is a very empowering thing when you know somebody is with you. And that can make all the difference. That can change somebody's attitude and somebody's perspective instantly. When you feel alone and you feel overcome and you feel like there is no help and you are hopeless and somebody comes and says, I am with you, 
Man, that is a reassuring thing. And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes when we are in life's difficulties and we need to get over the hump, sometimes all it takes is somebody saying, I want to help you carry this burden. I want to help you deal with this situation. I want to help you walk this path of illness, of loss, of pain, of suffering, of heartache. Whatever it is, I am going to walk with you. Man, that's good. And we want to make sure that we are doing that for those that we love, for our brothers and sisters in Christ, people in this church, people in our family. We need to let them know that. And man, there is... There is a great strength when one person tells another person, I am with you, and another person tells that person, I am with you. And pretty soon when a whole church comes together and says, we are with one another, when the whole church comes together and says, one of ours is suffering, one of ours is hurting, we will be with them. We will stand for them. We will comfort them. We will pray for them. We will strengthen them. And when we gather around them and when we know that they are around us, there is a lot of power in that. Sometimes, sometimes I think we pray, God, help this person. But sometimes I think maybe God is saying, all right, I'm going to help them, but I'm going to do it through you. We, we look for God and say, man, why doesn't God work? And we want God to, 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 to rain something out of the heaven, you know, and do this miraculous thing. But maybe sometimes God is saying, all right, I want to answer your prayer. I'm going to help that person, and I'm going to use you to do it. You're going to be the strength that they need. I'm going to empower you to be the, the way that I work. And so maybe some of the prayers that we are praying, God wants to answer them through us. Not by our power, by any means, but by his power. And in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. These words are a good reminder for us. On those days where we feel like we are overcome and overwhelmed. And those days come far more often than we would like. But God is speaking to His people in Isaiah 43, verse 2. But these words, I believe, are applicable to us too. They speak of God's love and God's character. And I believe that the, this, this promise and this, this word of strength that was given to Israel is also applicable to God's children today. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, God says, I will be with you when you pass through the waters. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. You will not be scorched when you walk through the fire, and the flame will not burn you. You know, we look out in our life and we look at our struggles and our suffering and our decisions that we have to make and things that we have to do, and we see these mountains before us, you know, we, we see these things that we have to go through and it's like, a, it's like a raging sea with waves and wind that is just battering. It's like, a, it's like a blazing fire and we say, how will I ever get through this? This fire is going to consume me. This thing that I'm going through is going to consume me. It's going to drown me. It's going to beat me down. There's no way I can overcome this that is before me. There's no way I can get out of this. 
But that's not what God says. He says, I will be with you when you pass through the waters. I will be with you when you pass through the flames. And you will not drown and you will not be overtaken by the fire. And when we are in our struggles and when we are in our pain, we must remember that truth that God says, I will be with you. I will be with you. Be with you through what? Fill in the blank. You fill in the blank. I will be with you through sickness. I will be with you through death. I will be with you through depression. I will be with you through addiction. I will be with you through your family abandoning you. I will be with you through tough decisions you have to make. I will be with you through church struggles. I will be with you through problems at your job. I will be with you through fill in the blank with anything you can think of, and God will be with you through it. And we need to remember that because we go through some stuff, and it is not easy. And when we go through it with God, God strengthens us, and God comforts us. And when we have received the strength and the comfort of God, let us use that comfort and strength and say, God, I have made it through the fire. I have made it through the flames. I have made it through the, through the raging sea. God, let me see others who are in it right now, and let me help them. Let me be their comfort. Let me be their strength, God, by your power, that through the comfort I've received through you, I can give to others. Let's pray. God, we come to you tonight and we thank you for these good words. And I pray that you help us because, God, if we're honest, life is just tough. It is tough. It is draining. It is exhausting. It is, it is painful. It is difficult. Oftentimes, we don't know what we're supposed to do, dear Lord. We feel confused and we feel afraid and we feel overwhelmed. So, God, I pray that we'd seek you and that we'd find you to know that you're with us. I pray that we would find that comfort that you promise. And God, when we find your comfort, when we find your strength, when we have experienced that, God, let us be faithful to carry one another's burdens. Let us be aware of those around us who are struggling. Let us be the one that stands beside them and says that we are with them, God. Let us take the comfort that we have received through your works and through your words and let us share your words to those in need. Maybe it's a hug. Maybe it's a handshake. Maybe it's a kind word. Maybe it's just sitting in silence with somebody, God, in the midst of a struggle. God, whatever it may be, let us see those opportunities that we can work for you and bring love and comfort to those who need it. And God, maybe there's some in this room tonight and they need that comfort right now. God, I pray that you'd give it to them. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.